The Southern Middle Tennessee Prep Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Columbia Academy, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, Andy Wilhoyt with United Country Realty, the law office of David A. Bates, Custom Stone Handlers, Covenant Technology, Patio West, Coastal and Comfort Eats, and Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. Specializing in orthopedic injuries, their OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit them online at mtbj.net. Tennessee Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yow. Good Tuesday morning and welcome in. Thanks for being patient with us there on that opening intro music. It was a little long, but that was, uh, that's on me. Make sure that I wanted to make sure that our Facebook Live got all the way through today and we didn't get cut short because of not having enough storage on the iPad. So. We're back. We are on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. I'm Chris Yao, joined as always by Mo Patton and Coach Mike on the controls. What's going on, gentlemen? How are you this morning? Personally, I'm still in shock. He, he's, in, he's in shock because... Um, well, I think we all are in shock. Thank you. I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, I, yeah. again, I was not prepared for. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready for what, what 8670? Was that the final? <laughs> I think yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't ready for that at all. Uh, yeah. I, just, I, I spent most of the night going, what, what's happened here? <laughs> yeah. It's a, I, I was a little surprised myself. Um, you know, when you say, when I say surprised, I think I was just more surprised at uh, how poor Gonzaga shot free throws. Yeah. And well, they were eleven of twelve in the first half. In the second half, they were awful. And I'm not sure if it was at that point when they started feeling the pressure or not. But in the second half, they couldn't hit anything. 
the intentional foul, you got a chance to, you know, potentially have a five point play there and miss both free throws, miss a shot on the other end on on the uh the inbound. I mean, yeah, that's just tough. Anyway. We'll get into it more in the second hour, but I mean that's that's where I'm at right now. I, congratulations Baylor. to Baylor. Baylor, your national basketball champion. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of crazy. Welcome to our friends down in Franklin County. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us on this Tuesday edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Um, And on Facebook Live, we have several live viewers this morning. Feel free to comment. We'll be happy to interact with you on this beautiful Tuesday as we look outside the Front Porch Sports Studios headquarters here on West 7th Street in Columbia, Tennessee. Got a few clouds in the sky, but I'm not mad about that because... If we can shade the sun just a little bit on occasion today, I'd be okay with it. That's probably a good thing because I don't know if you noticed, but yesterday when we were at the um, well, when we were at the Zion Christian Mount Pleasant softball game, there was a um, there was a guy who's hit had his head shaved, and he had been in the sun somewhere at some point wearing a mesh cap, a ball cap, because you could see all of the lines, the the six lines of the top of the cap and the cutout in the back it was a um snapback cap mm-hmm. that he had been wearing and yeah it was all right there in red and white yeah i've seen that before and i just you just have to laugh um and then feel sorry for because for the pain <laughs> it's gonna be tough gotta yeah be tough. It, it it couldn't have felt good at the time i wouldn't think yeah um First segment of today's show, we need to get into a couple of things. Uh, number one, you have an update on Zion Christian baseball, football athlete, Jaron Kaiser. Yeah, basketball as well. Yeah. Um, so apparently underwent 10, 10 hours of surgery yesterday to repair the fractures, the facial fractures that he sustained during that Friday collision chasing a pop foul against um Glencliff, which we covered pretty extensively on the website at sm-tnsports.com. Um, Ten hours of surgery, um, everything was successful, is not expected to have to undergo a second surgery as had been expected originally. So now it's just a matter of recovery. They did um, wire his mouth shut for the, the fractured jaw, I'm sure, so... I think that's going to be about six weeks there, but everything went as well as could be expected is the information that we have gotten via Zion baseball coach John McDonald. So that's that's good to hear. So today they take on Providence Christian. And they will be accepting donations, gift cards, whatever else for the Kaiser family. That game is at 5 o'clock. And if you have a chance to get out there and if you are so inclined to make a donation, I'm sure that the Kaiser family and the Zion Christian community would be most appreciative. No doubt. Um, we'll get into more about that game a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Um, but some other news across the State and high school sports. Um, I think this one's kind of <laughs> kind of intriguing um, in the 
the sense of where do you go after it, but uh, unfortunate situation at Knoxville Catholic. All right. Sorry. Oh. I was trying to get that. That was a, that was a you question. Were, you were setting me up. Okay. Yes. Yeah, an unfortunate situation at Knoxville Catholic um, involving an, an individual of interest, particularly to our southern Southern Middle Tennessee sports listeners. Uh, former Tullahoma football standout Steve Matthews, who was the coach at Knoxville Catholic for about eight years, and I did say was, because he and Knoxville Catholic have parted ways following his arrest last week on DUI charges. So they have an opening at one of probably the premier programs in East Tennessee and perhaps even farther than that. Yeah, I mean, that particular school has a rich tradition. Um, I would be, I will be curious, especially with the timing of this situation, where Catholic goes from here. Uh, I'm not sure how hiring a football coach in April is going to go. Well, I think, though, that that is a position that will be attractive enough that the timing won't necessarily be an issue. Um, Jesse Smithy, our friend over at Five Star Preps, has an article up this morning, Who Should Knoxville Catholic Football Hire? Here are 12 candidates to consider. Um, and I have to get logged in real quick. So bear with me just a second because I was not ready. I do think that one of exactly what you just said, that it's a lot different hiring a coach at Knoxville Catholic in April versus Columbia Central, maybe. And I don't mean that. Just, just hypothetically. I, <laughs> that's not what I meant, but yes. I'm, I mean, just, that was just off the top of your head. Yes. And I mean, I think that's kind of what you have to, you, you think about is, you know, well, the attractiveness of that job mm-hmm. uh, based on the history of Knoxville Catholic uh, and recent success. Eight years, two championships. Yeah. So, um, as Jesse said, there are a couple of coaches on staff who many would deem capable of taking over the head coaching role, Kevin Kevin Lane and Justin Anderson. But in no particular order, Sean Witten, who is coaching at his high school alma mater, Elizabethton, and has won back-to-back 4A state championships. Um, he's 41, played at Virginia Tech. Can't imagine you leave eh, your alma mater. I mean, yeah. I don't know that that'd be a tough pull. He especially says, go to a private school. Yeah, he says these are in no particular order, but the second name is Oakland's Kevin Creasy. <laughs> in no particular order, but, except the order of in yeah. which that I would prefer. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the forty-six-year-old Creasy has one big everywhere he's been. He's made a name for himself by leading Trousdale County to titles in oh eight, oh nine, and thirteen. But he's been the head coach in at Oakland and Murfreesboro since March twenty fifteen. 
has led the Patriots to Class 6A state titles in 18 and 20, knowing full well how to handle a team with expectations and players with high-profile recruiting reputations. So, I, I think, uh, again, there is a component that a lot of people don't think about, and it is that it's a private school, which means you are opting out of retirement funds and in re- your retirement years in public schools in the state of Tennessee, you have to think about that with these 41 year old coaches. Yeah, that makes sense. But if you're making enough money at the private school sure. level, then, sure. then there's that. There so, can be, there can be a way to offset it, but, but that is a component. That is a component that you have to think about. So Certainly. sometimes you end up seeing some 55, 60 year old mm-hmm. coaches at these places or really young guys who can who if Come it doesn't back. if it doesn't work out they can go to a public school. Uh, a lot of these schools though, you know, I I, I taught in private schools right. my first 14 years so they do have retirement programs, maybe not quite as extensive right. as the TCRS and stuff like that. They do have retirement programs for their people uh, and if the school's been around a while, that retirement program could be pretty substantial. Sure. So um, you know in your newer private schools, yeah, that's kind of hard to get started and stuff like that. So it's it's not that it's not non-existent, right? It's probably not as extensive as TCRS, but uh, but 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 it's out there. And, and like you said, for an older coach who's maybe done his time in pro, in the public sector, got his retirement set up, and the private go make some money, come, draw yeah. two checks. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, some other names: Brian Nixie, um, defensive coordinator at Alcoa. Um, Let's see. Jonathan Quinn from Davidson, who has won, what, three straight now over there? That'd be. Uh, I think a lot of people in this area would be in favor of that. <laughs> Derek Rang from um, Gatlinburg-Pittman, former Maribel player. Bryson Rosser, whose last game in Tennessee mm. was in the 2019 Class 5A State Championship. Summit fans are familiar with that name. Um <laughs> Paul Wade, currently at DCA. T. Martin, whose son, Caden Martin, would be a senior on next year's football team, who is currently the receivers coach for the Baltimore Ravens. So. Uh, no, he's not coming. Well, he, <laughs> he's and, not coming. And, and to Jesse's credit, he said, this is likely a reach, but worth a call. And Hey, I, exactly. Call the man. Call him. Um, Drew Akins, um, currently at Walker Valley. Not real familiar with him. Um, Josh Jones. Um, offensive coordinator at Powell up in Knoxville. Recently retired South Pittsburgh coach Vic Greider speaking to your retired double dipping. Amen. So go get him. Yeah, and, and he would be a good one. So in the long shot, Philip Fulmer with John Chavis as defensive coordinator. Dear Lord, that's good. Hey, that's good. Call the man. He said every time there's a coach opening at Science Hill, what do they do? They make a courtesy call to Steve Spurrier just to see if he's interested in coming back to coach's alma mater. <laughs> I, it's a it's a phone call. It's a phone it's a call. phone call. Dude says no. You All move he's on. All he's gonna do is you say know? no. So okay, but anyway, that's a fantastic. That's anyway. I think that's gonna be worth following. Sure. So no doubt, man. Given the time constraints that we are under. Do we want to push the roundup 
the to farther in yes, segment let's three. Do that. Let's yeah. do that into okay. the, the back half of segment two after we have to get Joe off the phone. Okay, so let's We're just doing show prep right here on Right the here in, in front of everybody. Yeah. In front of God and everybody. So let's take a break here on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. And when we get back, we are going to visit with Joe Williams of the Williamson Herald. When we're out covering sports in and around Murray County, communication between Maurice and I is absolutely vital to our success. When your business needs top-notch communication and local service, Covenant Technology is there, and they are dedicated to helping your business succeed by ensuring open lines of communication to your clients and customers. Contact them today at 615-846-9898 or visit covenanttechnology.net. Hey, folks. While we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Sports and beyond. It's on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. We're going to get right into it because we don't have a lot of time. So, on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline, joining us in segment number two is our friend from the Williamson Herald, Mr. Joe Williams. He's brought to you each week by the Williamson Herald with the best sports coverage and digital and print news uh, in Williamson County. Make sure to subscribe, WilliamsonHerald.com, and they will get you the best and most up-to-date sports and news in Williamson County, both digitally and print, um, with their product. And you can't get better than Joe and Charles and what they do. So, Joe, welcome in. What's going on? Well, I appreciate that. Um, I think I think you can't get better than Charles. You can probably get a lot better than Joe. Nah, we're <laughs> good. It, it sounds sounds like you got a lot going on today. It uh, yeah, my it, it's kind of exploded on me today. I appreciate you guys working with me on it. But uh, hey, sounds like some fun coaching changes y'all are thinking about. Well, you know, when when that type of thing happens, you hear all sorts of names. I doubt that it. I'd be shocked if it's any of those, but you know, it's it's worth a discussion anyway. Um, it's worth, you know, what I'm waiting on, Mo, and it's happened before in a couple of places. Is when we start talking about coaches changing jobs and how much money they make mm. on a high school level. Yeah, I mean, it's a that is a recruiting factor when you're talking. You know, about and it, then, it's tough. Yeah, I'll I, I, be honest with you, I was driving down the road listening, and I had to chuckle a little bit, uh, Chris, because I got to thinking, yeah, retirement is a good thing, but give me enough commas right now, I can retire. <laughs> I can retire when I want. There you go. That's there you go. <laughs> give, give, give me the money, and I'll figure out what to do with it. Yeah. Um, 
Joe, big big softball weekend this past weekend with the Brentwood Invitational at three different sites. Big weekend this coming weekend with the Ravenwood Raper, uh, Raptor Invitational. Um, yep. um That's going to be played at Fly Park, I guess. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, Centennial Hell, there's at Fly Park. And Ravenwood will be at Fly Park this year because apparently there's still some COVID issues at Brentwood Parks. Um, Rocket in particular, which is a great softball venue. Um, Fly Park is, it, you know, 12, 15 years ago, Fly Park was a softball palace. Mm-hmm. And, a, and a couple of years ago, it had just just gone to rot. What happened? So was it, it was it just not being kept up, or, or yeah, lack lack of maintenance? I mean, you had you had uh, catch nets just blowing in the wind because they were ripped and, and torn and old. But tell you what, they've done a nice job of starting to bring that thing back around. It looked pretty doggone good at the Centennial Tournament. I'm anxious to see if uh, if it does uh, does well here. I guess the biggest disappointment to me was. And, and, Mo, you know my background. I had kids at Centennial who played, and, and we did a bunch of these tournaments in the years that we were there. And it was always kind of neat because one of the ways we really made money was off of concessions. Well, they don't have that option anymore. So by leaving the Brentwood Parks, everything's on the gate. So folks can get out there and help these teams raise a little money. Well, and and we've got a pretty good – area flavor here columbia academy is playing in it independence is there spring hill summertown and summit will all be in action on friday and saturday we will try to get that um schedule posted on the website at sm-tnsports.com and i'm sure you'll be able to get more information on that from joe and charles and the williamson herald as well so you know the funny part is you've got you you've got a couple of chances to see some pretty good games uh, that may well be outliers to postseason. Um, there, there's some there's some nice matchups, and there's there's the opportunity for a couple of matchups that can't happen anywhere else. Right, right. It'll be fun to see. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm really interested to see this Summertown team play in particular. So much so that I tried to go see them this past weekend over at Nolansville, but they had already played, unbeknownst to yeah. me. But um, <laughs> you know, quietly, this is a team that has played in the state finals each of the last two state tournaments. They won Class A in 2018. They were second in 2019. They were probably headed that way last year had there been a spring season. So um, this Lady Eagles team, I think, will be one to watch this weekend at the Raptor Classic at Fly Park. Yeah, get get all that out in one sentence now. Uh, Yeah, yeah, there (laughs) you go. Well, I mean, when you hear Raptor Classic, you think Ravenwood, you think Crockett Park, and no, don't go there. There won't be anything happening. Yeah, there's there's nothing going on there. There might be a wedding at the Cool Springs house, but that'll be about it. (laughs) Well, yeah. Plenty of parking. You're probably right. You're probably right. But, no, it's going to be – I think it's going to be a very good tournament. I think – I, I'll be honest, I was out of town all last week, and I missed uh, the Brentwood tournament. I was real disappointed because these are the three that I really enjoy hitting every year. You've got Centennial, Brentwood, and Ravenwood, and they always, all of them, always bring in great competition, number one. But number two, like I said, the biggest thing is I know it's a fundraiser for these folks. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, money being what it is today. 
<laughs> no question. Visiting on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with Joe Williams of the Williamson Herald. And, Joe, I know you are up against it time-wise. Um, besides this softball tournament, what's the biggest thing going on up your way this week? Uh, probably the opening uh, opening practice for the Fairground Speedway up in Nashville. Uh, they're going to practice from 3 to 7 on Saturday. Um, because there's so much, there's so many questions. I don't think it's an issue of questions of whether or not racing, you know, in, in the past 10 years or so, this time we're always talking about, boy, is this the last year? Is this the last year? I don't think that's the case. I think the question now is which direction is it going to go? Um, so this could be a very interesting season. It has, it has all the makings of being a great one, especially on a local level. And, uh, be fun to see Michael House from down your way. Should be out mm-hmm. uh, doing some work. Uh, we may even see Sterling. I think Sterling will be at the racetrack. Whether or not he gets in a car, that's up to him. But, um, you know, you've got some folks from down around your way, I think, that are going to be factors in several divisions this year. Yeah, this this area does breed uh, quite a few solid stock car drivers, and we are excited about the fairgrounds getting cranked up and ready to go. I will be out there uh, a few times this this spring and summer, I certainly uh, believe. So I'll make sure to give you a call so I can uh, so I don't have to sit in the stands. Yeah, dude, because I'm pretty, <laughs> I'm pretty well convinced. Yeah, I'm pretty well convinced there's something in the water in Carter's Creek. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. <laughs> you know. You know? That's exactly what it is. Joe, uh, we're going to let you go because I know you got to get out of here, But we and we appreciate your time today, and uh, we will talk to you soon. Fellas, I appreciate it. Look forward to talking to you. All right, that's Joe Williams of the Williamson Herald on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline, brought to you each week by the Williamson Herald, the best in local, digital, and print sports coverage in Williamson County, uh, all the way from Fairview to Nolansville, Spring Hill to Brentwood, just all over. Everywhere. 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 That's the the Charles Pulliam. He's been everywhere. (laughs) All in a week. That's what he does. But um, you mentioned that Ravenwood Classic Mo. I actually have the schedule right here in front of me. Well, I had it on my phone, but it's it's a bear to try to read on the phone. It's a little tough, but we can we can say that it starts on Friday at two thirty and first pitch on field two will be Columbia Academy in Hazel Green, Alabama. Hmm. A very solid uh seven A program. Seven A. Yes. Down in Alabama. So seven out of seven. Okay. Uh also summit in this one. Uh who else? I know Summit's in this, Columbia Academy, Independence, Summertown, Spring Hill. Um, Maybe it. Forest is in this, actually. Okay. Just throwing that out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Hazel Green, the only out-of-state team. So, of course, you know, from Hazel Green to Brentwood and Franklin isn't really that it's not far. That far. <laughs> it's yeah. only about an hour, hour, 15 minutes. So, Heck, we drive farther than that <laughs> all the time. So, hello. Um, but yeah, so they'll play Friday and Saturday. Uh, they'll have games on all six fields beginning at four o'clock on Friday. So, you got a Summertown first game there. So it looks like Summertown's not going to play until Saturday. Seven, oh. seven o'clock on Friday. They'll take on Independence and White House at seven, and then eight thirty, hmm. and then. Um, 
that they will put they will play Forest at ten thirty on Saturday morning uh, before bracket play starts. They actually do have a bracket, yeah, uh, here. So I, I'm guessing which bracket play will probably start about twelve thirty or one then. So you you got pool play. These are an hour and a half apart, so mm-hmm. I'm assuming they're probably one hour drop deads. One fifteen or one fifty, yeah, seventy five minute drop deads. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Yep, it'll be fun. I think they got about twenty something teams coming, according to Allison Tyree. Yeah, Brown, and it's a it's going to be a really good tournament. I'm 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 pumped about it. I mean, you know me. Anytime I can get to a softball field and stay there all day, I'm I'm, I'm for it. Um, it's unfortunate that I will not be able to be there uh, most of the day on Saturday, but have to make money somehow. Life happens. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm glad one of us is. Uh, I'm gonna teach you how to DJ weddings, Mo. You can do my you can do my Sunday wedding. You know what? It's not hard. You just you do what JP's doing in Studio A over there. You open up Spotify and you click play. <laughs> and then sometimes you get out there and pretend to know how to dance. Sometimes. That's a hard no. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, lots of stuff, great stuff going on. I'm I'm really excited about this Ravenwood Classic. I think the, uh, the softball community in this area has really strengthened over the last few years. Mm-hmm. Um, so really excited to see how that continues to go. Should be fun. What are, what are, what are you doing? Over I'm there? trying to get to the rundown oh. because I guess we got about four minutes left in this segment. So yeah. might as well. Let's, let's uh, go ahead and get to this. Today's rundown. Is the rundown. This is your Tuesday Rundown brought to you by Jim Davis at Grow Live Give. Visit them at growlivegive.com or give them a call at 615-682-0022. Securities offered through IFP Securities, LLC, DBA, Independent Financial Partners, IFP member, FINRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through IFP Advisors, LLC, DBA, Independent Financial Partners, Registered Investment Advisor, IFP and Grow Live Give are not affiliated. In baseball action on Monday, Moore County shut out Eagle Bowl 2 nothing. On the other end, Lawrence County in a 13-11 shootout win over Tullahoma. McEwen swept Hampshire 11-2-5-1. and It was Richland 3, Mount Pleasant 1, and Santa Fe defeated Cullioca 13-6. And in 11 AAA action, it was Brentwood 5, Dixon County 4. In AA action, Fairview 4, Hickman County 3, Ravenwood 10, Page 2, Spring Hill, a 4-2 winner over Centennial. Summit edged Independence 2-1. And Summertown, a 14-0 winner over Collinwood. Nolansville Blank Community, 11-0. It was Forest 9, Marshall County 5. Giles County defeated Murfreesboro Central 3-1. Loretta swept Frank Hughes in 12A play, 13-1 and 23-2. Nothing. Nothing. Uh, Columbia Academy with a big district win over Franklin Road Academy 4-1. Zion Christian blank Providence Christian 10-0 on the road. In softball action, Forest State 9-3 winner over Rockville. It was Moore County 10, Fayetteville 3. Columbia Central 10-run Franklin County 14-4. It was Huntland 17, South Pittsburgh 5. Coffee County a 7-0 winner over Lawrence County. And Lincoln County over Tullahoma 15-0. Zion Christian shut out Mount Pleasant 12-0 in an afternoon contest. It was Community 8, Cullioka 5, 
Columbia Academy defeated Loretto 10-0 and, Ma- and Middle Tennessee Christian defeated Community 4-1. Today's schedule coming to you at 1 o'clock, another businessman special. It's Santa Fe traveling to Cullioca at 4.30. Columbia Academy will go to Franklin Road Academy. Uh, Summertown hosts Collinwood with first pitch at 5 o'clock. And Zion Christian hosting Providence also at 5 o'clock. And then at 5.30, it's Richland hosting Mount Pleasant at 5.30. Those were all baseball matchups, as are these. Columbia Central travels to Lincoln County, 6 o'clock first pitch. Also at 6 o'clock, Lawrence County is at Tullahoma. Coffee County is at Franklin County. At 6.30, Dixon County travels to Independence. Spring Hill hosts Summit, and Forrest will play at Marshall County, all at 6.30. In softball action, Zion Christian travels to Riverside at 4 o'clock. Columbia Academy hosts uh, Middle Tennessee Christian at 5. Summertown travels to Perry County. That game will will uh, first pitch at 6. Also at 6 is Summit at Franklin and Wayne County at Loretto. And at 6.30, Columbia Central hosts Coffee County. On the pitch tonight, Spring Hill travels to Fayetteville first touch at 5 o'clock. Adamsville will play at Loretto in a district matchup, 6 o'clock start. They're also at 6. Lawrence County hosts Marshall County at 6.30. Independence travels to Franklin, 7 o'clock games. Richland is at East Hickman, and Summit travels to Brentwood. And that is your Tuesday rundown on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Jim Davis and Go Live Gift. When we come back, we'll talk about um, – we got to see a game yesterday, and that was fun. We'll talk about some of the things that happened across the area and give you some top performers from games yesterday, but also talk about Zion and Mount Pleasant. And also tonight, which we did not mention in the schedule, Columbia State takes on Vol State at 6 o'clock at the web. So we will preview that in the next segment as well. All of that coming your way on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Stick around. If you've listened to this show, you know Chris and I are always down for a good meal. Recently, we learned about Patio West in Spring Hill and what a pleasure it has been. Their menu is full of seafood, burgers, and more, giving every member of your family something to enjoy. Be sure to go by Patio West Coastal and Comfort Eats located at 3011 Longford Drive in Spring Hill or visit patiowest.com and tell them the guys at Southern Middle Tennessee Sports sent you. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Chris Yap, Mo Patton, Coach Mike, on this beautiful day here in Columbia. Thank you guys for tuning in on WKOM and WZYX down in Franklin County. Appreciate you guys down there. and Make sure to listen to the podcast every other day of the week that we're not on. Uh, you can do that on the WZYX radio website. It's really nice of them to do that. It is. It is, and we appreciate uh, their support. 
and your support as well. If you are looking to to hear the show five days a week and you own a business, you can do that. You can help us out. Advertise with them down there. Because a few more advertisers and we might get to get on every day. Every day. They might they might take us five days a week because they're well, they're crazy. They do crazy things. Now we appreciate Chris and all the group down there at WZYX. Also on Facebook Live, we are live right now. And if you would like to interact with us, we would love to talk with you. We've got a great uh, second hour coming up after this segment, so make sure to stick around. As we have, uh, we'll talk some Braves news. We'll talk. Um, we'll talk uh, Gonzaga Baylor. Uh, we'll also have C.L. Brown of the Raleigh News and Observer uh, to talk about you uh, North Carolina hiring of Hubert Davis. So there's that. Um, and then, of course, it's Top 5 Tuesday. And today, in honor of spring, spring break, break. <laughs> we've got road trip snacks. And let me tell you who is the queen of road trip snacks. Joe Sarah. Smith. Oh, Jody and Sarah are going to have to go at it for road trip snacks. Maybe they just need to compare notes. That way we can try new stuff. There we go. Because we always get the same stuff. Yeah. Uh, Anyway. Well, see, Jody's had a lot more practice being a Wisconsin native and having kids in Michigan and Ohio. So road trips are a lot. Road trips are real. So, yeah, yeah. It's not just that two or three hour little deal or the occasional beach run. I mean, it's it, it, yeah. it gets to where are we there yet becomes a very real thing. Yeah, know? those those uh, those road trips to to Moline, Illinois, and Richmond, Virginia, and Tulsa, Oklahoma, and San I tell Antonio. You what, <laughs> hey, I'm, let me tell you something. <laughs> those are R- tough too. Richland, Richmond is a long way. It is. It's like a twelve-hour drive, and it's just one state away. And it doesn't feel it. It doesn't feel like there's any reason it should be. And the reason I say that I've never been to Richmond, but I've been through Richmond going to Virginia Beach. It's brutal. And, oh, uh, shoot me now. It's like how, how does this take so long? You're only one state away. Yeah, but that state lasts. You know, if, you, know. if you're going east and west, that state lasts forever. Well, our not only does their state, but so does so, our right. state. Yeah, so it's, it's it's like you got to creep up. What's crazy is you get to Knoxville and you've still got another two hours just in Tennessee. Uh, it's brutal. It's awful. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Anyway. So, yes. I, those those road trips back in the day with the the steel dogs and and all that those were, and those were optional. You didn't have to do that. You uh, chose to do. I that. did. Yeah. I, I paid good money to do that. My dad paid good money. I didn't pay much money. My, I, I paid a little bit, but not much. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's talk about uh, our road trip to Mount Pleasant yesterday. Much shorter. No. Much snacks. shorter. No <laughs> snacks, but there was lunch. There was lunch on yeah. the way. So uh, and and they got it right. So kudos to Hardy's for getting the lunch right. They didn't took a while, it, 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 but it hey. was right. My man, <laughs> look at him showing off. Showing off. Mm. I'm but, getting uh, there. I'm getting there. Hey, Slowly but surely, we'll take it. We'll take it. Um, 
So we get out to, to Zion Christian. We get there in the bottom well, of the second. Actually, we got out to I'm Mount sorry, Pleasant. Got out to Mount Pleasant, <laughs> and it was the bottom. No of wonder the it took so long. You went to the wrong school. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All uh, right, Charles. And <laughs> yeah, I will tell you that uh, I was thoroughly impressed by Ashley Coble. As I have been all season. Mm-hmm. Uh, after seeing her over at Columbia Academy and what she did in those last couple innings over there, I knew that she was going to be a force to be reckoned with. And uh, in D2 Region 3, I ex- or District 3, I expect that uh, she will certainly be uh, a pitcher to watch in the next few years. <laughs> she may be a hitter to watch as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, by the way. Yeah. Ten strikeouts. Oh. When you get as many hits as you give up, that's a good day. That's a good day. It's a good day, Tater. Yeah. Um, Ten strikeouts, a five-inning three-hitter for Ashleya, who also went three for four with a double and a two-run homer, drove in four runs as Zion Christian defeated Mount Pleasant 12 nothing in five. So, so, yeah, not a bad day at the office. She's she's really she's really solid. And where's number ninety three? Why does she wear number ninety three, Mo? <laughs> uh, because in another life she wants to be a nose guard. Um, she wears ninety three. Well, so her family <laughs> is. There are a lot of Nebraska fans in her family. Eric, her dad, is from Nebraska. A lot of Cornhusker fans. And Damakun Sue, the. NFL defensive lineman wears 93. And as you told me, Eric wore 93 when he was playing slow pitch softball. So, Ashley wears 93. Now, we're not entirely sure if it's a Sue tribute or if it's a dad tribute. Dad says it's a Sue tribute. Oh, that, good for <laughs> he him. Said, yeah. He said it ain't for me. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, good for him. You know. That's what he says. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. Yeah, so, this this is kind of making me feel really, really old. Eric and I worked together at Mount Pleasant. Uh, I was there, and I can remember her as a newborn. Well, yeah, well, she's not a new, she's not a she's newborn. Grown up. I'll yeah. tell you what, she's she, tall. She is. She's about you don't realize it until you stand away. next I mean, to she's her. Tall. Yeah, yeah. If I remember right. She's not only a good athlete; she's a pretty good singer. Really, I think she's done uh, national anthems at a couple of uh, big mm. events. That's mm. awesome! Wow. Multi-talented. The multi-talented we like Ashley Coble. We like that. I, I think – I'm not sure if it was for the Predators or not, but it's it's uh, either that or the Sounds. One of the two. Oh, goodness. She's done – That's incredible. She's done the National Anthem for one of those. Wow. Okay. Look at there. Kudos to Ashley. Right. Right. Uh, but not only, you know, did she have a good game. I mean, the Zion, a 12 nothing winner, it was obvious that uh, – the Eagles were had this one well in hand. Yeah, this was their fourth double-digit offensive performance in the last ten days or less. Last week they um, they scored fifty runs in three games. They defeated Grace Christian twenty-one-five, Christ Presbyterian eighteen-three, and Battleground Academy eleven nothing. All in midweek um, before they lost four-three to Columbia Central last Friday. And then um, split a doubleheader on Saturday with Cornersville losing fifteen nothing, winning three nothing. So, you know, Russ Adcox glad to see them back on the beam offensively. Um, again, that's that's what 
That's 62 runs in four games. That's not bad. Oh, yeah. That's and, and it's not Columbia Academy baseball, but it's not bad. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Um, also, in speaking of baseball, mm-hmm. Zion Christian, a 10 nothing winner over Providence Christian yesterday. Cade Montgomery with a win in five innings. Gave up just two hits and struck out six. Luke Perko leading the way on offense, going two for three with four ribbies. And Dylan Runyon's with a couple of hits and three runs scored. So, And again, as we mentioned earlier in the show, um, Zion Christian will play at home tonight against Providence Christian. It's 5 o'clock start, and they'll be accepting donations for the Kaiser family as they continue to deal with um, Jaron Kaiser's recovery following surgery to address the injuries he sustained in that Friday collision against Glencliff. So, again, if you're out that way or if you are of a mind to do so, anything that you can donate would be appreciated by the Zion Christian community and the Kaiser family. So, yes, do what you can. Also, on the baseball diamond yesterday, Spring Hill finishes the sweep over Centennial with a 4-2 win. Dawson Hargrove pitched 6.2 innings, gave up two hits, and struck out 12. Um, I'm not sure how to say Connor's name. Is it Gaia? G-A-I-A? I'm pretty sure Connor Gaia? Yeah, I believe so. He had, he pitched uh, one-third inning and struck out the only batter he faced. Hey, that's good enough for the save in a 4-2 win. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take it. Yeah. Um, the reason being that Dawson Hargrove uh, threw 120 pitches. Which is right at. And you kind of. I think that's all. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, that is the limit I for think that yeah, yeah. You have to come out at that point. So, um, he was, Connor had to come in and get the last out of the game, but uh, was able to do so. Uh, at the plate, Jackson Marmot, two for three with a double and two RBIs. Uh, Brentley Wiltwell, two for two with a couple stolen bases, a couple runs scored. Uh, so, solid day for for the, the Raiders. The Raiders. Um, as we mentioned during the rundown, um, Santa Fe with that 13-6 win over Kalioka yesterday. Um Ryan Seltz with three runs scored. Um, Colton Stewart with three runs scored. And there's a young man in this scorebook. His last name is Scott, whose first name that I can't remember also scored three runs. Um, And I'm sorry, I just can't remember his first name. And all I've got in the scorebook that I was sent are last names. So... Mm, the an- Scott family, please forgive me. Um, if I can, <laughs> I, I covered one of their games one day last week. If I can find this real quick, right, I will tell you who he is. But in um, the meantime, Columbia Central softball that fourteen four win over Franklin County. It was uh, Savaya Morgan went four for five. That's that's shocking. <laughs> Are you surprised? I, I am. Calling me shocked. <laughs> Savaya Morgan with four hits. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's, that never happens. Um, Tashia Lyles was four for five. Cannon Scott Cannon with a K. Scott. Three run go. score for Santa Fe in that 13-6 win. Where do you go, Cannon? Yeah, good job. 
Um, Columbia Central, this game is kind of odd because it <laughs> it was it was just a 4-1 game going to the sixth inning. And wow. <laughs> I'm sorry, a five, 5-1 game going to the sixth inning. And then Columbia Central scored nine runs in the sixth. Uh, you hate when that happens. And Franklin, and so it was a 14-1 game. Franklin County just about forced a seventh inning. They scored three in the bottom, the bottom half. Yeah. <laughs> so, 10 hits from with Franklin County, uh, 16 hits for Columbia Central. So, uh, Franklin County hit the ball. Hit the ball well. Um, Caitlin Buchanan, six innings pitch. She gave up 10 hits, four earned runs, but she did strike out four for the Lady Lions. Um, uh, you know, when you hit the ball, it's it's all, it's about timely hits, right? Mm-hmm. But putting the ball in play, that's a positive. So this game tonight over at Joanne Ramsey Field should be interesting as the Lady Lions host Coffee County and MTSU commit Kerry Munn in a six thirty District Eight AAA matchup. Interesting in that Kerry Munn pitching is going to be. Worth the price of admission. It'll go watch her. It'll certainly be a challenge for the Lady Lions coming off that. I, I definitely want to see her and Savaya Morgan. I want to see Savaya hit against mine. So yeah. there you go. Um, that's going to do it for the first hour of our show. So we did not get to our C State preview, but that game is at six o'clock tonight. There will be full coverage on. Southern Middle Tennessee Sports, SM-T and sports.com tonight. So, C State, the defending state champions, with a little unfinished business as they did not get to go to Hutch last year. And the one seed in their side of the conference. Absolutely. They'll take on Vol State. You can't go. They don't allow (laughs) spectators. So, follow me on Twitter at ChrisYow14 for updates tonight. And then full coverage on sm-tnsports.com when we return we'll talk major college basketball ncaa division one championship game last night some braves news uh hubert davis hiring and top five tuesday all coming up on southern middle tennessee sports they presented by mid tennessee bone and joint stick around